I want to win in devastating fashion. Be good to shut a lot of people's mouths and prove them wrong. My mind in the torture chamber. My mind constantly prepared me for war. I'm the real deal, man. I'm something special, man. I can come through whatever you put in front of me. We're both gonna want to knock each other out. If we see an opportunity, we'll go for it. You go in the ring with one of the most dangerous men to ever grace the boxing ring. He try to knock me out. He won't finish fighting. First time, right on top of it. Welcome to the heavyweight debate. Icons, young hopefuls, heroes, some of the greatest heavyweights in history. And I've not got a bad cast in this ring today. I'm joined by Hall of Fame promoter, Frank Warren. One of the greatest fighters to ever come from the British Isles, undefeated Joe Calzaghe. Former world heavyweight champion and former undisputed cruiserweight champion, Mr. David Hay. And in that corner, I'd like to call it the neutral corner, but I'd be fibbing, is Gypsy Johnny Fury. You know who he is, and you know what he and David Hay did the last time. So it's a rematch on this side of the ring, and on this side of the ring, it's not a rematch, it's all going to be original. We're going to start with Daniel Dubois and Joe Joyce. November the 28th, these two unbeaten heavyweights will fight for all of the titles available to domestic fighters. The British, the Commonwealth, the European. Three belts, two unbeaten fighters, one night. Simple question, I'm going to start with you, Frank. And I've asked you this before, and I accept your answer, but I'm going to keep asking you. They're both unbeaten. They could fight next year. They could fight the year after. Why are they fighting now? Because they want it. They want to fight each other. All the way through this, when can I fight him? You know, Daniel wants to fight Joe. Joe wants to fight Daniel. It drove me mad. And in the end, we've got to get it on. They wanted it so bad. They, they, they both think they got the beating of each other. Both have got tremendous self-belief. Both think they've got the other man's number. So we're getting it on. It's too late now, it's on. So we're gonna see it. Dave, it's too late now, it's on. Now, you like a fight. Sometimes you let your heart rule your head in fights. Would you have taken this fight if you were one of these two? Tell me the truth. Um, yes, I think at this stage of my career with what's going on in the world, with the uncertainty of the future, we don't know when crowds are coming back. We don't know how long the venues are going to be continued to stage events. So I believe it's that point now where you've got to take what you can and you've got to prove yourself. Only the best are getting the headline billing, not second best now. So you've got you, to take the risk. You've got to take the risk. If you believe in yourself, if, you believe, if, if Joe believes he can beat um, um, Dubois and Dubois believes he can beat Joyce, then why don't they do it? And this is what's happening. You know, if they've got true belief in themselves, this fight is a formality. They've just got to go through it, take what's... They, they, that truly belongs to them, the European Commonwealth and British title, and move on to the world scene. Big John, it's one thing having belief, but if your son Tyson had come to you when he'd had 10 and 11 contests, and there'd have been a natural rival like him, a bang-out artist, a knockout artist, and he said to you, what do you think, Dad? Should I take it now, or should I take it next year? What are you telling him as a father and a boxing expert? It depends on what how far he was down the road with his career. 
what position he was in, where he was up to with it. And if I thought he was good enough, there wouldn't be a problem with it. And both of these two men are good enough, but it's where they're at in their careers. Dubois, young man, Joyce, he's at his pump, you know, so it's old Ed again, young Ed. They've both got massive power. We know Joyce is a tough guy. Why not? And if Tyson's in the same position where these men are now, we're talking about Dubois, I'd say, yeah, let him at it. Yeah, no problem. Joe, welcome to the debate, heavyweight debate. What about you? Would you take it? What if, if, if your dad, Enzo, had said to you, we've got this offer, Joe. I know you've only had 10 fights. There's this other kid who's a really dangerous fighter. He's untouchable. He's unbeaten. He's only had 10 fights. What would you have said? We can fight him now or we can fight him next year? I think it's the circumstances as well. I think it's refreshing the boxing, especially the heavyweight div division that's, um, you know, two undefeated fighters, you know, clash. They both believe they can win. I think it's refreshing for the sport and I'm looking forward to it. And the question is, yeah, I would have liked to have fought um, undefeated fighters going through, you know? And it's, they were just saying. Because it was obvious you were going to say yes. Look at you. Of course I was going to say yes, yeah, Buzzy. Come on. Of course, mate. Frank, it is a risk. I mean, all fights are a risk. When you've, got, when you've got an unbeaten fighter at any weight and you put him in with another unbeaten fighter or put him in a, a title fight where it's 50-50 or maybe a little bit the other way, that's a risk. But it seems to me with heavyweights, and you've had enough of them over the years, there's an even bigger risk. Well, there is, there isn't. But you've got to look what the gains are for the winner. It's the British, European, Commonwealth titles are on the line. Um, and you've got a situation with Daniel Dubois, who's ranked number two now in the WBO, to Usyk who's the number one. So if Joshua comes through his fight on the 12th of December, is he going to fight Usyk? If he does, then the winner of that fight will be the mandatory. If he doesn't, then Usyk will have to fight the winner of the fight. It's that so, simple. Yeah, and so they're rolling the dice big time here. Whoever gets this, they're, in a, they're going to wind up as a mandatory challenger. That's where they get to. And it's a calculated risk for both of them. John, it's all very well talking about calculated risks, but the loser of this fight, it seems to me the loser's got an awful big drop. An awful big drop. I mean, I can try and sugarcoat it, but if the loser gets hit on the chin and gets dropped twice and pulled out at the end of the first round or the second round, that's a hard sell. And that's, that, that's where I think the risk is here. John, what say you? Well, Dubois only very young, isn't he? You know, a loss wouldn't affect him as much as it would Joyce because he's a young man, he can learn, go back to the drawing board, see where he went wrong, and probably come again. Now, Joyce, at his age, he's sort of like stuck in his ways, and you know this old saying, old dog, you can't teach new tricks. But, I don't know, you know, there's always room for improvement, and if you come, if you, a loss is a loss, and I know people who's lost and come back and won world titles, so it's not all that. Listen, I don't want you to start being nice to David Hay just yet because I wanted you to go at it again. But you're absolutely right, Dave. You had it. You've been, you've been in those Dubois boots. And Carl Thompson was in, was in some ways in the Joe Joyce boots. That night you got it all wrong and Carl got it all right. You came back okay. Exactly. You hear the, um, the hype around the youth about the knockout, the, the showreel career that Dubois had to this point, it looks fantastic. You know, he's taken a couple of shots, but every, everything else has been 
exactly as you'd want it to be. Then you've got Joyce, he's gone the distance for a few more rounds of his. The knockout, knockout ratio is high. Just the same, but they're not clean, concussive knockouts. He stops people on the ropes. He but bludgeons he's got, them But down. he's got the hard 10 and 12 rounds. He's got the hard, so he's got that, he's got that, um, that toughness from those tougher fights, the Stavernes, the Jennings, the Ustinovs. Those fights weren't easy fights. He had to really work for them. You know, I remember as a 10 fight, um, undefeated fighter going into the Cole Thompson fight against a guy in his late 30s. I, I thought it was just an, it was a foregone conclusion. I wasn't mentally, physically or spiritually ready for the type of battle I found myself in. And I'm unsure whether Dubois has that. I'm not sure whether he's been watching his highlight reels. I'm not sure whether, he, I don't know. He's seen prepared like for a, what Joe might throw at him. I, I don't know. I, I hope he has, yeah. but this is where we're going to see whether um, Dubois is world-class, looking to fight for the WBO heavyweight championship world in his next fight or not. And the big thing, Joe, is that they are both accomplished punchers. You know, Dubois can take you out of any shot and drop you. And I take on board what David said. Joe Joyce, perhaps the knockout show reel isn't as clinical and isn't as clean, but it's equally as, as impressive. And it, what, I, what I'm going to ask you is quite simple, is that these two guys are used to knocking people out. They're used to hitting people on the chin. But they're not used to being hit on the chin that much. That's What's going to happen? That's like the, the lads, that, you know, I think there's a lot of question marks. You know, I, like you said, I think with Joyce, you know, he's... Uh, it seems quite, you know, stiff to me and watching the fight and while the season were exploding, what I've seen, but they're both big punchers and you've got to look at the experience as well. Like you said, you know, what's going to happen in five or six rounds? Will Dubois have that? Will it get to five or six rounds? Well, that's what I'm going to say. And I'm really interested to see what's going to happen because when you have two big, big punchers, are they going to respect each other's power? Are they going to do cat and mouse? So it's one of them, get, them fights. I'm really, I'm really intrigued to watch, you know. Um, it's going to be a good fight. Now, Frank, one thing that struck me about this, and it's not the same in all fights, and you talk to camps and they think they're going to win and you talk to another camp and they think they're going to win. But these two camps, there's a belief, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a complete belief that they're going to win. And I'm buying into it, I don't know about you, I'm not, and I'm not hyping it. I speak to both of the camps, both of the fighters, and hand on heart, they can't see a way they can lose. Well, that's what I said to you, that's why they're doing the fight. They've got tremendous self-belief. They both believe they've got the beating of the other guy. That's where they're at. And uh, obviously we're going to find out on that date, on the 28th. But it's going to be interesting to see what the tactics are to start with. You know, Joe's not very, he's not normally a fast starter. Is he going to change what he does? He's a slow starter, he admits yeah. it. Is he, but is he, going to, is he going to start fast? You know, uh, Daniel, is he going to box him to start with? You know, because there's, there's all different facets to this fight. And there's different facets, I think, to Daniel Dubois. You know, when he fought against Nathan Gorman. It was always going to be a puncher against a, a very good boxer in Nathan Gorman. But on the night, his jab, you see that he had a good jab and he found it and needed it. So can he find what he needs to do to beat Joe Joyce? Has he got it? And that's the big question mark. With Joe, we know what we got. We know he's, he's the juggernaut. Tough, keeps coming forward, strong, and wears you down and stops you, which he's done with, I think, the majority of his, well, is it? Bar one. one, yeah, he's, he stops all these opponents. So Daniel knows what he's got in front of him. And Joe knows, I think Joe in his heart knows what he's got with Daniel, but he believes he's got the key to, to, to victory with Daniel and vice versa. It's, it, it's a very intriguing fight. Well, me, I think as soon as that bell goes, I think it's gonna, they're going to get right down on it. 
They've got no feeling each other. All bets are off, so it's Yeah, I just, I, I really do. This fight is not going the distance. It will, it will be, I think it's going to be brutal, tough, uncompromising. And whoever comes out of it, they're going to go on to do some really good things. Is that what's going to happen, Dave? First bell, they're going to go for it. Or will, or will you see an attempt by one of them to try and just be a little bit more I tactical. think they'll both have amazing game plans. I think they'll both have strategized what the other guy's going to do. But when Joe hits um, Dubois with the first shot and when Dubois hits uh, Joe, it's, I just think it just, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong and they're going to stand there and it's all about who, who can survive the onslaught. This fight reminds me of... Um, George Groves and De Gale, the fact that they were both undefeated, so the fact they were, well, yeah. Yeah, um, De Gale was uh, an Olympian, an Olympic gold medalist, you know, he had it all, and, and George, you know, it was, it was they were both similar records, and it was such an even fight, and George won that fight, but they both went on to win world, champion, world championships, so they both went on. So at the end of it, whoever does it... That was 12 it, rounds, David, it was competitive. I mean, It could have went in any round, they were both, yeah. they were, there was intensity there, it was a great fight, it was, you know, some people thought it went one way, the other way, it was a tough, close fight, but this is the heavyweight division, and usually when fights are that close and that, there's that much spite and is that much on the line, the big boys, neither fighter is a, is a touch and move type of fighter. That's all you've got to know. None of these guys are looking at nicking rounds. They don't understand what nicking rounds means. They want to do some damage to each other. And even that first bell, once, once each of them tastes the other man's lever, they're both going to go revert back to type, which is throwing bombs from the very first uh, bell. That fair comment, John. Once we get there, you can have all the tactics in the world, try and make him miss, go three or four rounds, try and think. Once they go there, once they start hitting each other, it's going to be just a brawl, an all-out brawl. Dubois is a good corner. Calm They've got corner. Calm corner. They know Martin their job. Bowers, nice and calm. No Martin, a long time. He's a very, very good coach. And he knows he's boxing. And I think he'll have the game plan in place. I think we're going to see totally different, different to bar, to be honest. That's just my opinion. You know, but don't get me wrong. Joe Joyce, juggernaut, tried and tested, fought the better men by far. You know, but I just think his lack of head movement, the way he goes about things with a young, fast, hard, punching man like that. Anything can happen in this fight. It's an air's breath between them, but I just think we're going to see Dubois box a bit. He's going to power his punches up. He's going to look for the target instead of just going gung-ho. I think we're going to see an excellent contest from both boys. But you know what? Joe Joyce, for my money, he's a tried and tested man. And this will show us if both men are true world-class in the making. This is what you've got. I'll tell you something about this fight. You know, listening to the guys. This fight for me could be the heavyweight version of Hagler Hearns. That's what it that could explosive. be. That explosive. That explosive. That's what I think it could be. You know what? I, I, it, that's not a bad parallel because the, most people seem to think that's what's going to happen. So let me go around the four corners of my ring and just find out who you think is going to win. I'm not sure who to start with here. I'm not sure. I'm going to start with you, John. Who do you think is going to win November 28th? Dubois and Joyce. Ding, ding. First bell. How does it end? Well, for my money, the one with the best game plan wins because it's brains here what's going to need to be used in this epic battle, which is going to be an epic battle. You've got Joe Joyce. I think you'd hit him with a baseball bat. You wouldn't put him over. You know, so if the game plan's put in place properly, he'll do damage. 
where you got that Joe Joyce can suck it all up, you know. And, you know, I've seen him, we've had him in the gym sparring. I've never seen a tougher man than Joe Joyce. That's praise you know, indeed like, from you, John. I've never seen a tougher man than him. And Tyson sparred him, and Tyson said, this man has got a phenomenal engine. He never gets tired. He can fight at the same pace for 12 rounds. So, if Dubai comes in with a good game plan, powers up, jumps on him early, I see Dubois catching him cold. But if it goes anywhere past six or seven rounds, you're going to see an epic battle, and it could go down to points. Down to points, an epic battle. What about you, Joe? You're on the spot now. It is a tough one. You know, you've got two big punches. Anything could happen. Um, if I had to pick, I probably would go with the youth, Dubois. Dubois. Yes. I think, like I said, similar to John, I think if it goes over, the later it goes, I think that would be in Joyce's territory. He's got a great engine, um, but we'll have to see if he gets caught explosively early on, then, you know, it could be, it could be a Hagler-Hearns, who knows? Hagler-Hearns, 1-1. One, one. David, how's it going to end? It depends on Dubois. I think, I can see how Joe Joyce um, has the engine and how he can keep it long with his jab. Um, he can come in throwing clusters of punches. He can absorb a lot of shots. If Dubois, is, uh, if Dubois develops um, his long-range boxing game, which I haven't seen that much. I've seen him control opponents, guys who swing with him and he's swaying with him. If he doesn't do that and learns how to tuck up, move his legs and get behind his jab, if Dubois' boxing game, which I haven't seen yet, is improved in his last training camp and he, and he develops a nice long-range jab, I think he has a much bigger chance of winning. But I haven't seen that yet. Maybe that's working behind the scenes, but I haven't seen it. I can only go by what I've seen. And so far, I've seen Joyce beat former heavyweight champion Stavern, um, Jennings, who went 12, 12 rounds with Klitschko. And he was hurt in that fight, um, Joyce, in the first round with a left hook to the body, which coincidentally is Dubois in my opinion's best shot his left hook to the body people don't really talk about that and they talk about the big right hand that puts people out but that left hook to the body softens his opponent up so Joyce has got to worry about that so I'm thinking the later the fight goes uh, I'm going to go with Joyce for the fact I've seen in the in in sparring and in the ring a better um, consistent victory over a better opposition than Dubois, but if Dubois shows me something he hasn't seen before, I believe he's got, he can knock out Joe Joyce, although I've never seen Joe Joyce knocked out, <laughs> but, he, but I, I believe Dubois can punch that hard. Looking at the highlight reel, that looks like if he hits anyone, they're going to sleep. So if he can connect, he has the ability, but can he connect and can he consistently connect? That's the thing. So if I had a gun against my head, I'd say Joyce, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Dubois jumps on him early as Joyce is a sort of slow starter. He needs to start this fight super fast. You've picked a winner, although you were on that fence. Yeah, I'm not there. Plenty yeah, of yeah. splinters there. So, Frank, it's 2-1. I'm assuming you're going Dubois. How does he win? Well, first of all, they're both Queensbury and BT fighters. So, you know, that's... Which that's Joe what... gets upset about, unless I yeah, apologise for as that. as I said to Joe, you know, at the end of the day, and, and Sam Jones, his manager, you know, we were asking who's going to fight. You know, they wanted the fight. We made the fight. Who's going to win? You know, I, f I, fancy, uh, I fancy Daniel to win the fight. I think that you, his youth and his boxing savvy will get it. He's, he, he can box. Don't you worry about it. He's not just a big punch, big, you know, yeah, yeah. bombing him over. And David made a very good point as well, which no one talks about, is the body shots. He throws tremendous body shots. And I think with him, I think, you know, we've got this terrible thing going on at the moment, the lockdown. 
he doesn't even know there's been a lockdown. No, don't tell him. He's been in lockdown since he turned pro. Since he was nine. He just says all yeah. he does. He's in there, he's in the gym, <laughs> he's not out and about. All he lives and breathes is boxing. That's what he does. And I think for, his, for that mentality that he's got, and it's like he feels he's indestructible. We're going to find out on the 28th whether he is or he isn't. But I think the mindset, the skills that he's got against a, a world-class and a, you know, should have been a gold medalist in the Olympic Games, I, th I think he'll come through. Welcome back to the heavyweight debate. We've already talked about Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois, November 28th for the British, the European and the Commonwealth heavyweight title. And we decided, well, the boys around the ring decided, two of them went for Dubois, two of them went with Joyce. Now we're going to talk about a couple of other fighters who I also saw box when they were mere lads. Roy Jones and Mike Tyson. November 28th, they're going to get in the ring for an exhibition. Well, that's what they say. No chance. I'm going to start with you, Joe. Roy Jones. Crazy, man. Back in the ring, 51 years of age against Mike Tyson, 54 years of age. What's going on, Joe? I don't know, man, but you know what? I want to watch it. <laughs> I want to watch it. I want to watch it. Um, what can I say? You know, Roy Jones Jr., one of the greatest fighters of all time, pound for pound. Um, I was honored to share the ring with him over 10 years ago. And obviously, Mike Tyson, one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. Um, I know it's called an exhibition, but something tells me he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna be a bit of a war. They're going to they're gonna open up. It'd be interesting to see Mike Tyson, what he possessed. He looks in great shape. I only see little bits on the pads, but I just hope Roy keeps moving because I think you know, Tyson's fist is about as big as Roy's head. So I think if he catches him, it might be a good night. <laughs> Now, it's meant to be eight rounds, John, and they're talking about it being an exhibition. It won't be an exhibition, will it? It will be, it will be straight out brawl fight from the first bell. Steve, when I was a younger man, I fought exhibitions, and it's as real as you're going to get. When them men get in there, they've both got a lot of pride. They've both been multi-world champions. They've both got pro points to prove at this age, which, let me just say this much, I don't think it should happen because they're too good a men to be doing this in the late 50s because there was both phenomenal champions. But I think when Tyson hits him, he's going in a breakdance for a long time because one's a, one's a banger, a true heavyweight, but can still pull them bombs out of the bag at any given moment. And Roy, he was a middleweight. And you, there was one thing about Mike Tyson, he got it on them, they stayed down, didn't they? So I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, and it, it's one of the best pay-per-views pay you'll probably get. Now, you're looking at a fight, it's eight rounds, it's two minute, two minute rounds. Two minute rounds. Two minute rounds. You know, Mike Tyson, 54 years of age, I made the fight of him against uh, Danny Williams. And I said to Danny when I made the fight, you'll have to sustain a hurricane, you know, for a, a, you know, for a, a round or whatever it is. Now, he's an older man now, and we'll see what he's got. I've seen all the stuff that's gone up on YouTube, you know, hitting pads, but pads don't hit back. And he's in with a man who's, who, until what the last few years was an active pro and is a very fit guy. He's not had to lose weight. He's a fit guy, Roy Jones. So I see it being competitive because it won't be an exhibition. I can't see these two guys, you know, following the rules or whatever an exhibition. Any is. rules? I think again, when the bell goes, they're just going to try and get each other out there because somebody, you know, th that's how it'll be. They want to get get one of them, want to get the other one out. And I just think that uh, Roy Jones, who was a a heavyweight champion, by the way. Remember, yeah. he went up Being through the race. Ruiz did a good yeah, job he in went Las up and Vegas. Beat Ruiz. I was there. So he was Great a heavyweight. Win. He's done it at heavyweight. And I see him, I just see him being 
uh, I can't say too young, he's 51, but younger, and I think had been And he's, active, lived, a, he's lived a better life. And he's, he's lived a better... I mean, I, we see him in Russia last yeah, year yeah, when, uh, when, when uh, Anthony Yard Anthony was Yard out there, there and he was in great condition. Great state, yeah. he, was in, he looked really well. So he's not having to drain himself down, you know, got, got, get the weight off and so forth. I think, I think um, you're going to see Mike Tyson come out explosive, and I think Roy Jones will contain him, will weather, weather that storm, contain him, and I think he'll beat him. If, they, if what I believe they'll do, it turns into a fight. Can Roy Jones beat even a 54-year-old Mike Tyson? Joe, that's the first part of the question. The second part is a personal one. In 10 years' time, are you going to come back? 55, 56 years of age, with enough money out, you and Mikel Kessler? Could it happen? I'll be, that'd be near 60 in 10 years. Come on, man. You still look so young. <laughs> Thank you, my man. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think it's... Can, can Roy, can yeah, Roy be Of course, like I said, this is a, like a 54-year-old Mike Tyson, and Roy Jones, who is still in shape, he's not a fighter, nowhere near he was, obviously, but I think, you know, with uh, Roy Jones, if he, you know, if he moves around boxes, you know... That's what he needs to do. He's a box, box, move, box, move. It depends where Tyson has, still has the ability to get close and land big punches. If he lands a punch, I think he'll knock Roy Jones out. But if he, if he can land that punch, the longer it goes, I think Roy Jones will be, will be the fitter guy. He's younger, will be able to use his boxing skills. But I think, um, I think it'll be um, interesting. Mike Tyson's not going to be looking for lots of punches. He's going to look for one to get close and put it on him. And that's all he's got to do, look for one shot. But if he tries to throw lots of punches, he's not got the conditioning for it, like Frank's just said, pads don't hit back. You can live in the hit bags and all that, but under them big lights. But I do feel when Tyson's been in with them dinosaur-sized men and getting it with 18 stone guys, is Roy Jones' power gonna bother him when it's not what it was? And let's put it this way, at this age, both Unless men- Unless he tires. Well, Unless it's that both situation men are not what he's used tired. to. I don't care what you was in your 20s or your 30s, you're not, you're not there when you're in your 50s. So all I can say is, the win for Tyson, he's got to land the one shot. If he gets it on clean, nobody can take it, especially a, a middleweight or whatever he's trying to be. On the other one, if he can pop the jab and keep working and keep moving, and he's got the legs, anything can happen. That's all I can say about that. Dave, who's going to win? How's it going to end? I believe Roy Jones Jr. will box for the first three or four rounds. Mike Tyson's going to try and pin him to the ropes, try to let off fast combinations. Roy Jones has got a very tight defence when he can see what's happening. I don't believe Mike Tyson can punch quicker than Roy Jones can see and defend. And I believe he defends all of his big onslaughts. He might even go to the ropes on purpose just to let him let off in the early rounds to know Roy Jones is that good. He can see what's coming. He can, he can ride it. He can get through those early couple of rounds. And if he does, he then pot shots for a couple of rounds and until... Once, once Tyson starts walking backwards, is the fight's over. I think this fight is tailor-made to make Roy Jones look like he's as good the old as Roy Jones. I don't, he'll look like the old Roy Jones. I think he'll look, he'll be, he'll be doing it. You'll see. Now, Frank, of course, one of the Tyson's great lines over the years uh, uh, has been, or was, uh, everyone has a plan until you hit them on the nose, as he said. So what happens then? David's, David's laid out the, the plan. That's the way the fight should end. What happens though, ding ding? I, I just think that he'll come out and do what he always does. He'll try and come out, he'll come out, be fast, he'll be rolling, getting under him. Like, it'll be like that classic, you know, little snapshot of Mike Tyson when he was young. And it, that's all it'll be is a snapshot. And then I think Roy Jones will stop him. Welcome back to the last round of the heavyweight debate. We've talked about Dubois and Joyce, we've talked about Iron Mike Tyson. 
and Roy Jones. Now it's just about the heavyweights. And I'm going to start with you, Frank. We were expecting Tyson Fury out before the end of the year, but it's recently been announced he's not going to be fighting before December the 31st, 2020. Where are we and what's happened? Well, he'll be want to, want to be out as soon as possible next year. And that's what the plan is. Uh, at the moment, they're in, they're in court with the, this situation with uh, Deontay Wilder. And the Pushing judge, for the third fight. This is the arbitrator. He's going to make a decision on that. And pending that decision, uh, he'll either fulfil his contractual obligations or move on and fight somebody else. But the fight everybody wants to see, and we all keep banging on about, is him and Anthony Joshua. And that's all that matters. That's the only fight in the heavyweight fight in world boxing that anyone wants to see. The two world champions holding the belts between them, getting it on. That's all that matters. And that's the, what everybody's moving heaven and earth for to make sure it happens next year. And John, what sort of, what sort of state of mind is Tyson in? Because he was meant to fight Wilder. We all forget this. That was signed and sealed for Las Vegas in July before the Olympics, both of those were scuppered. He was meant to fight Wilder then. Then we thought we'd be fighting Wilder again sometime in October or November. That's fallen through. He's not fighting in December. You're with him, you're his father. Where is he at the moment in his head? Tyson's pretty much in the same place he's always been. In Tyson's life, he's used to expecting the unexpected. I'm taking the down times and the bad news like the good times and the up times. But Deontay Wilder was never going to fight him again because he got that bad a beating. He didn't want it in, in uh, July, didn't want it in October, didn't want two dates in December. He got brutally more. So the lockdown helped The Wilder. lockdowns helped him. It's not to do a lockdown. Deontay Wilder, do not want a third fight with my son. Would you want to get another beating like he had when you've already got money and the desire's probably gone because he's got that much, he's got everything. He thinks we'll need to fight this dinosaur, will not stop coming forward what can do anything different on any different day, I say no. Now, Dave, you did man up when we were in Las Vegas for that fight because you <laughs> thought Deontay Wilder would win the fight and you, you held your hands up and said that was an unbelievable performance from Tyson Fury. Should Tyson Fury and Wilder fight a third time? I thought the first fight um, was very close. You know, I, I, I felt it was a super cup. I thought a draw was fair, which gives both fighters an opportunity to do it again, which they did and Tyson Fury did something I didn't know he could do. I didn't know he could come forward that relentless. John he, did though, he tried to he tell He tried you. to tell me, I'm so happy I didn't take that 50 grand bet because I was thinking about it. But, um, I'm he, sad you didn't die. He, 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 <laughs> I got it on the bookies though, don't worry about that. <laughs> it, was, you know, it was such a performance, I'd never seen anything like that in the flesh, just like when I've just been so wrong about somebody. I didn't know Tyson could do that. And when he did it, it's like, how is, Wilder ever going to be able to do anything different. That's why I think they should have a third fight, because the same way I couldn't see Tyson Fury adapting the, te the, the tactics you told me he was going to do, I can't see Wilder somehow finding a way to overcome that, which means maybe he can, maybe he can't. But give him the opportunity to do that. If he says he wants it, he says he does, let's make it happen. Let's see a third fight. I, I, I think it's going to be intriguing, but I just can't see what Wilder can do in a third fight that he didn't try in the second fight. You know, maybe he's going to box a little bit more, maybe. Maybe he wasn't prepared for such an onslaught. Maybe he thought Tyson Fury was going to box and just prepared to, to was sparring lots of movers. And that way he wasn't tra training against guys who came forward and put the pressure on him. So he was unprepared in the battle. Now he will be prepared. Let's see, let's see what he's about. That's a good bit of crisscrossing there. 
Joe, Las Vegas, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, back in February, before the first bell, even if you'd listened to Big John on the debate where him and David got at it, this is the rematch tonight, what, what, you're sitting there watching that. What's going through your head? What were you thinking as you're watching? I was just, I just, I was surprised as well. I, you know, I, I think I expected, uh, I, th I thought Tyson was going to win the fight, probably on points, um, because, you know, he's a bully, isn't he, uh, Wilder? So, uh, to, to, and I love that. I love to see a bully get bullied, and um, that's what he did. He got bullied in that fight. He went forward, and I was shocked, and, and it just shows what a great fighter Tyson is, that he can box, but then when you can show that you can go forward and you can adapt in the fight. And he was completely different in the second fight to the first fight. And I think, what's the point of Wilder going again? He's going to get bashed again. I think he's been exposed now. He got beaten there and embarrassed. So I think he should just, you know, leave it there. Because I think he'll just get done again because, you know, he's exposed. He hasn't got the best chin. As soon as you take that right hand away, I think he has nothing left after that. Well, that's Wilder and Tyson Fury. And we will, we will talk about Joshua and uh and tyson fury but first of all let's you know it's all very well us sitting standing around here we're kind of you know tyson's father david's known him was meant to fight him a couple of times frank promotes him joe loves him i like him i like him a lot let's hear from a man one of the most respected heavyweights in the last 50 years a man who doesn't praise that often former undisputed heavyweight champion in the world former olympic champion an all-round good guy Lennox Lewis. I think that Tyson Fury is a, a great heavyweight. The fact that he's a switch hitter, you, you don't really see that in, in heavyweight boxing. And that's, you know, he can box uh, southpaw and he can box orthodox. He can move well, his boxing IQ is, is high and uh, he's a very smart individual. So, you know, I, I expect uh, big things in the future. They want to see an undisputed champion. They want to see Tyson Fury and, and Anthony uh, fight. I think it's going to be uh, a, a great fight. Uh, both are great athletes. And, uh, you know, everybody's looking for a, a major fight like that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that think Anthony Joshua uh, is going to be the champion. A lot of people think that Tyson Fury is going to be the champion. Right now, you know, Tyson Fury is number one to me. John, high praise indeed. Lennox Lewis there. I think he's number one. He's got a high boxing IQ. That's some praise from that big lad, isn't it? Well, if he doesn't know Lennox, nobody knows because uh, he was the finest heavyweight before my son to ever come off these shores, wasn't he? He won everything. He showed everything. Heart, skill. There was nothing Lennox couldn't do. And he was the best of his era. Undisputed champion, Hall of Fame fighter. You know, and I, it's just a pleasure for me to hear a man like that giving Tyson the props he deserves. You know, and it, it's warm, warmed me out, to be honest with you. Uh, believe me, and it, from a great champion like he was at the best of his time, you know, it, it's, it's made my evening, to be honest with you, Steve. It has. You have really to agree. Has. Thanks, John. You have to agree with everything that, that Lennox is saying. It makes, us, it makes a gentle case for it, Dave. Just a gentle case. You, it's hard for anybody to dismiss what, Tyson Fury did in Las Vegas against Deontay Wilder the second time. First time round, there was a draw. So both fighters had a blemish, you know, uh, on their career. But there's one way to truly avenge that, and that's by a, a knockout victory, a, a spectacular knockout victory, which is in which we got over Wilder in Vegas. But that puts him at number one. I understand why that, that, that but 
to be number one, you have to beat number two and number three, or whoever is it. You have to beat whoever the fans say is the your nemesis. And that nemesis. man's obvious. Let's the man's right. obvious. The, the man's name's Anthony Joshua, Bingo. Olympic champion, WBA, WBO, IBA, world champion. champion. He's, 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 he's been beat, he has been beat, but he's, he's, he's avenged his loss. Rumble, Lennox, Mike from a little no, oh, but just, just remember, Lennox was a beaten oh, champion by that same thing. Yeah. He lost, That's but he got his point, avenged. Lennox. You can't Lennox compare Lennox no, Lewis David with him. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying... You can't compare I'm, the, what I'm, Joshua What Lennox I'm saying Lewis? is, you're saying Christ he's a beaten man. champion. I'm saying champions get beaten, champions come back. And I'm saying Lennox proved that a champion can be beaten, come back. So far, Andy Joshua's proven everything he's asked to be done. He got beaten by Andy Ruiz, he came back and won it pretty comfortably. Can he beat Tyson Fury? That's the question. I don't believe there's anybody in the world right now that has the physical capabilities right now with the, at the right age, with the right experience, with the right mentality, with the right mindset, with the right belts. I don't believe there's anyone else out there equipped to beat Tyson Fury other than Andy Jobba. Whether he can do that is unknown, but I don't believe there's anyone else close enough to him. So why not put them in and find out once and for all. So we can all equivocally agree who number one is, because at the moment, we there's always going to be, there's gonna be some arguments. Before I come That's to John, before I come to John, I'm going to come to you. Why can't we put them in the ring, David's saying? He's saying, it's, it, David's making it sound like it's but, easy. But you just made a point, Tyson did come back. He went to Germany and beat the best heavyweight of his generation, beat him, won the world title there. And then his, his, his problems were all well documented from there. Came back. His boxing career was over. Lost, lost 11 stone in weight after two fights against two warm-up fights. Went, went over to California and got robbed. Won that fight, got robbed, and no one gave him a chance. No one picked him to win. Second fight, no one picked him to win. I think John and I both said he'd stop him. And that the first round of that second fight was the 13th round of the first fight. He'd done a job and done it. Do you think? that Anthony Joshua, who fought Ruiz the first time and the second time, has the beating of Tyson Fury. That is the question. Does he have that beat? Because he's tasted defeat. He's tasted defeat against Ruiz, and, it, and he looked terrible in that fight. He looked terrible. And he was lucky in the second... I mean, he'd done well. He trained and done everything he had to do to win his title back. Absolutely got his tactics spot on. But he was lucky that Ruiz would been training in his larder for the rematch. So this guy comes in heavier, he wins the title, and, you're, and anyone there looking at AJ, who can punch and anything can happen in, in, in heavyweight boxing, we all know that. But can, he out, can AJ outbox Tyson Fury? No. Has he got a better jab than Tyson Fury? I don't think so. Has he got a better boxing brain than Tyson Fury? I don't think so. And the big thing is, can he punch harder than Tyson Fury? And I don't think he can. Oh, you're, you're, you're giving I all the categories. I, I, think, I think Tyson beats him in every department. And I'll tell you where he will beat him. It comes down in the centre of the ring. Guts and heart, he can, go, he can do it all. He is the most complete heavyweight I've seen for a for, for long time, in my time in boxing, a long, long time. And, he's, and each time he does it, coming from not as going in as the favourite, as being the underdog. Underdog in Germany, underdog twice in the States, and he did it. I'm going to come to you, John, don't worry. Joe, Frank's just painted a picture there that Joshua's got no chance. No chance. How, how, see, how see you to fight, Joe Kalzaghi? Oh, Joshua. Yeah, Joshua. Um, I, I think it's going to be tough. Like, uh, 
it's, that's tough. That's tough. Um, you'd have to do something different or improve because, as far as I'm concerned, you know, looking at the last few fights, I think Tyson Fury has shown and gone up to another level by showing something that, like the punching power, the speed, the movement for such a big guy. It's freakish how he can move so quick. And he has aura of, of confidence about him. And, you know, like Joshua, you know, he's. He got, you know, he got caught against Ruiz. He got, he got hurt. He got beat. I wasn't too impressed on the rematch. I mean, don't worry, I do and to box. But I just feel, you know, being, a, being able to adapt in the fight. That's what, that's what matters. You can have Plan A. If you haven't got Plan B and Plan C, there's a problem. And to be the best, and it's just things that Andy Joshua has that one plan. And if our plan is gone, whether he's got another plan. You know, it's very important in the fight. When well, you can box, you can go forward, you can go back, you can hold, and you, you just do the things you have to do in the fight. That I've done it in the past, and if you stuck to one style, then you're in trouble. But like, like you said, two big heavyweights, two great fighters. I think it's a fight everybody needs to see. It's good for boxing, and to have two British heavyweight world champions at the same time, number one and number two, um, is a fight I'd love to see. And, a, and of course, the debate is who's one and who's two. There's no debate in your corner. I appreciate that, John. Will we see it next year? And, and more than that, John, do we have to see it? It's a fight we have to have, surely. Well, if we don't get it, it'll be a crying shame in the whole of the boxing fraternity, wouldn't it? You know, the only way that fight won't take place, Frank wants it, I want it, my son wants it even more than me, if Joshua don't want it. And I don't think Joshua does want it. Because it obviously- You think he does want it or doesn't want it? No, he doesn't want it. It's gonna be purely about a money thing and the people around him will want it more than him. His team will want it, his promotion will want it, but inside here does he want it? When Frank said in the middle of that ring, that's where your balls have to grow, bigger than they've ever been before. And uh, we know he's not a Lennox Lewis. We can't compare Anthony Joshua to that great champion. Two different men, but Joshua, He's a good heavyweight. He's a worthy champion of this era. He's as good as what's about in this era, but my son's on a different level to any other heavyweight in this day and age because I'm watching him train every day. Dave, and I'll take all bets, all bets as much as you on. want or as little as you want. Because <laughs> I know you're an AJ fan. I'm an AJ fan, but I'm watching my lad. Six foot eight, 19 stone. Go on, John. Bazookas in either hand. God. Boxing brain like you've never seen oh, before in your you. life. Movement like a welterweight. Boxer tricks, you can go that way. He's like a, he's like a hair twisting in the middle oh. of the field. You know what I'm saying? I do. He is the best heavyweight of recent times. So his name's Tyson Fury. He's oh. my son. Oh, listen. Let me just get that one in, in case nobody knows. <laughs> in case no one realises. Dave. God bless you all. Does Joshua want it? What's, what's your feeling? Yeah, I, 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 see, I, I disagree. I think Joshua does want it. Yeah, I believe, I believe Joshua wants it. I believe he's done everything there is to do. He's won every belt there is to win, and he's only won. He hasn't won yet the WBC title the, and the Ring Magazine belt. You got the me, the, the, the lineal, the, the, the lineal, the lineal title. Yeah, they're, 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 they're the belts he hasn't won yet, and it's the only, it's the only, it's the final piece of well, the, the AJ digital. puzzle. That, that's it. Everything else is rock solid. Everything's there. He's done everything. He's sold the tickets. He's and ridiculous amounts of money, the sponsorship, everything, ticking boxes everywhere. Just the final piece is the, uh, the undisputed. That's the only thing he's got to do left. Sounds easy, that final piece of puzzle, but that is the hardest one out of everything he's ever had to do. But if anyone can do it, if anyone's on the planet is able to somehow find a way to beat Mr. Invincible, well, I believe, I believe, I believe. Listen, I, believe, I know you're having a bit no, of a go there. No, no, no. Mr. I, I, he is invincible. David, he is a mystery. Okay, invincible. okay. If he well, is, okay, okay. Then, how much do you want to put down on it? What are you talking about? 
The last time Shall I even came close. one million? No, no, definitely not going <laughs> one million. start with one million? Definitely not going one million. And I'll give you two to one. I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not betting against you Mr. ever, Invincible. my good man. He is Mr. Invincible. Yeah, okay, okay. Because he's proved it. He's never been beaten. He's done it all abroad. He's been everywhere and done it. So how can he not be Mr. Invincible? Okay, okay. Facts. okay can, you, can you agree, out of the heavyweights out there, yeah. if there's anyone to come close, you'd have to have the ability the size, the speed, the athleticism, the youth, the healthy living, as AJ has. Yes, I'll give you that. That's Good. what I'm saying. So what more, what more can you ask than, the, in your eyes, the number two coming in to give it everything he's got? I believe... There's no wrong with the, that. There's nothing wrong with Have that. You, and I believe, that's why I think we need it, because oh, need anyone, it. anyone other yes. than Anthony Joshua is going to be... We know what the result's going to be. Are. But listen, all I'm saying is, they're warriors, they're titans, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But all I'm saying is... In any sport in the world, whether it's football, rugby, all these top players have been tried and tested against the world's best. He's failed. So how can he, how can he reign supreme and prosper over a tried and tested man like Tyson? It's a debate, and but I'm it's, loving it's not, it. Dear Steve, it's not a debate. It's a one-horse race, mate. Well, we're having a heavyweight I'll debate you, here. Because it yeah, says there. you fancy Joshua, I'll, no. be, I'll bet you 200 quid. John, no, 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 I'll I, give you two to I, I remember the last time. I've seen some footage. I've got a point. Uh, me, me and you have got, I've got a bone to pick I'll with you, I'll tell you now. And, and I love you. I'm your mate. On, but pick I'll tell the bone and Pick it now. I'll tell you what it is. Pick it now. After... After the uh, Wilder and uh, after the Wilder and Fury fight, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. going to say. I saw some footage of you, yeah. and you you accused me of picking Wilder. You did pick him. I yeah, did. Steve, he was laughing at me. He was laughing. <laughs> laughing at you you was laughing. The, same. the lot was laughing. Well, I but you weren't laughing. Come twelve o'clock, was you? That John, night? I no, I was four o'clock. I was cheering. We know. Listen, we I all get cheering. behind our British man. But let's be honest with you. You didn't think he could do it. You didn't think he could do it. There's only one man knew it was me because you got away. Oh, and you, Frank. I, I picked him. Fair to, credit. John, I picked him to win on points. I did, honest. I picked him to win on points. You were sitting on the fence a little bit. I tell you what, <laughs> I'll have a million pound bet with you that I picked him to win on points. John, we'll come back John to you in a second now that I'm your friend again. Can you believe that a fighter, when you, I, I don't suppose you can get your head around it, that, uh, that a fighter like Joshua wouldn't want to fight Tyson Fury, which is what John and Frank are suggesting. Can you believe that, Joe? I, I like to think, up, listen, I, I like it? to think the, the best fight the best and that's what the sport's all about and I think that's one of the problems is um, and I struggled being a champion for a while and not getting unification fights was tough and finally getting them unification fights was everything to me, you know, it was everything. So I like to think, I know Tyson Fury wants to have all the belts and uh, I like to think, I mean, Joshua does as well, regardless of how much money they earn, I like to think legacy is a massive thing and counts more and I think it's just a fight that needs to happen. You know, I think it does. And hopefully next year, and there's no point waiting two years' time, just get a fight on. Let's have it right. When he fought Ruiz a second time, he had to steal Tyson's game plan yeah, to become brain. victorious. Mm -hmm. And when, when he fought Klitschko that night, they were saying, oh, he ran all night, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. But that was the plan, that was the game plan. The tactics was perfect. And AJ took a leaf out of Tyson's book and thought, you know what, I'm not going to brawl with him because I can't stand in the pocket with him. If you can't stand in the pocket with a man that size, a little bit with a big belly, you're never going to stand in the pocket with a 19-stone dinosaur, are you? What loves sucking people's blood halfway through a fight. I never said no like it. He scared me. You know, every time I sit next to Tyson, I'm, I, I think, my God, you're terrifying. Did I make him? I, Did you I, say I do. that? And he, he was a, just, he was, just a pound. Listen, it was going I dark know. the other day. It was going dark, and I'm sort of crossing his eyes. He looked at me there. I thought, you are one scary mother. 
I thought, I'm glad I'm your father, because believe me, <laughs> he is a special superhuman being. But I tell you, he's born for this job. He's a showman, he's intelligent, he's got brains, but you know what? <laughs> he loves to fight. And you know when he, he fights the best? When he thinks he's going to have a problem. It will be a tremendous event. It will be the biggest sporting event this country's seen since England won the World Cup. Everybody will be talking about it. It'll be all over the media, the newspapers, TV, radio. That's all people will be talking about. It will be tremendous. And how great if those four belts are on the line for the first time ever, and it's two Brits. You know what? We've had a debate, but there's no debate over that statement. Joe Kelzaki, thank you very much. David Hay, thank you very much. I'm glad you've still got your million in your pocket. Big John, it's been a delight and a pleasure having you here. Frank, thanks very much for filling us in on what is a complicated heavyweight scene. We called it a debate. It went this way, it went that way. Either way, we are living at a time where there are some great, some truly great heavyweights even if one or two of them are in their 50s. Thanks for watching.